This is the Sweet Science. The Sweet Science was created for success seekers. Where difficult takes a day and impossible takes a week. The truth is, you can do anything you want to do. And now, your host, Anthony Sugary Harvard Sylvester. Welcome to the Sweet Science. Today's message is communicate with caution. Recently, I saw a sign under a largemouth bass, a huge fish. It stated, if I had kept my mouth shut, I wouldn't be here. (laughs) How true. Don't jump into trouble mouth first. What we say is important. The book of Job reminds us how foreseeable are right words. Let me pose this question for you. What would happen if you changed what you said about your biggest problem? or your biggest opportunity. Our daily commitment ought to be, oh please, fill my mouth with worthwhile statements and nudge me when I've said enough. The human tongue is only a few inches from the brain, but when you listen to some people talk, mouth and mind seem miles apart. The tongue runs fastest when the brain is in neutral. A high school track coach was having difficulty uh, motivating his athletes to perform at their best. The team had developed a distinctive reputation of uh, coming in last at every meet they entered. One factor contributing to the coach's less than successful program was his pep talk tactic. His most effective inspiring tool, or so he thought, was telling his team, keep turning left and hurry back. Now, would that motivate you? Remember, your words have the power to start fires or quench passion. We should not be like the man who joined a monastery in which the monks were only allowed to speak two words every seven years. After the first seven years had passed, uh, the new initiate met with the abbot, who asked him, Well, what are your two words? Food's bad, replied the man, who then went back to his silence. Seven years later, the clergyman asked, What are your two words now? Beds hard, the man responded. Seven years later, 21 years after his initial entry into the monastery, the man met with the abbot for the third and final time. And what are your two words this time, the abbot asked. I quit. (laughs) Well, I'm not surprised, the clergyman answered. All you've done since you've gotten here is complain. Don't be known as a person whose only words are negative. Choose to speak positive motivating, pleasant words. Belize Pascal commented, Kind words do not cost much. They never blister the tongue or lips. Mental trouble was never known to arise from such quarters. Though they do not cost much, yet they accomplish so much. They bring out a good nature in others. They also produce their own image on a man's soul. And what a beautiful image it is. Now that was Belize Pascal, a child prodigy from France, who was a mathematician, psychologist, inventor, writer, and philosopher. Now, Sir Wilfred Greenfeld said, Start some kind word on its travels, and there is no telling where the good that it may do will stop. Now, that was Sir Wilfred Greenfeld, uh, a medical missionary to Newfoundland. Uh, Alva Kitzelman stated, The words I am are potent words. Be careful what you hitch to them. The thing you're claiming has a way of reaching back and claiming you. Now that was Alva Kitzelman, one of Munich, Germany's uh, foremost industrialists. 
Sometimes your biggest enemies and most trustworthy friends are the words you say to yourself. As Proverbs says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Henry Ward Bleacher stated, a helping word to one in trouble is often like a switch on a railroad track, an inch between a wreck and a smooth rolling prosperity. Now that was Henry Ward Bleacher, an American congressionalist clergyman, a social reformer and speaker known for his support of the abolition of slavery. Jonathan Lavater advised, never tell evil of a man if you do not know it for certain. And if you know it for certain, then ask yourself, why tell it? That was Jonathan Lavater, a Swiss poet and groundbreaking uh, physiognomist. What words have the most powerful effect on you? George Brennan asked. I can't do it, never accomplished anything. I will try, has performed wonders. That was George Brennan, a brilliant banker and a Republican politician. If your lips would keep from slips, five things observe with care. To whom you speak, of whom you speak, and how, and when, and where. As you listen to today's musical selection, I suggest you ponder on the many perils of speaking with no reservation. As you do so, I urge you to think of the various advantages of communication with caution. Till next time. Thank you.